A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Smackdown Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Hamlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night Smackdown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, <sighs> where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Smackdown, but also the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, we do be AW Collision pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown show tonight, the go-home show ahead of Survivor Series this weekend. Aye. Um, uh, full disclosure, often this recording might sound a little bit giddy, mm-hmm. a little bit silly, Smackdown preview, uh, we're like WWE itself, we love to have fun, <laughs> but it's often because it's on a Friday morning, we've got a little bit of that Friday feeling, that is not the case this week, we have elected to record this on Thursday in the afternoon in the studio, because I've got to work from home on Friday, and whenever we log into those like Skype oh. calls, it makes us feel sad, yeah. gives us flashbacks, and it doesn't put us in the, uh, the Smackdown mood, No, it's weird right, it puts us in the mood that we basically created because talking about those hideous pandemic smackdowns was so <laughs> terrible. The stories were virtually non-existent and the shows were that bad. That it was like, well, should we just arse about for... Well, it's clinging on to... Bailey and Sasha are still all right. And uh, like Chippy Order that was coming at midday in yeah. my case. <laughs> Whereas now we've somehow retained that joy mm-hmm. and yet apply it to a wrestling show that... What, like, I'd say 80 to 90% of the time is immensely satisfying yeah. to review the following Monday. It's it's like, I would say it's almost the best case scenario for a podcast. Almost. Because we've gone and got ourselves a catchphrase, but you guys have to wait to the end. Uh, Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Bit of admin to get out of the way as well. If you're uh, at a loss for what to do on Saturday night, why don't you join me and Michael Hamflet from, I believe, midnight UK time, 7pm. Yep. Uh, Eastern, to like be that. specific. I mean, it's, it's a bit like earlier sa- in another area. Saturday night, there is no wrestling of worth to watch beyond <laughs> the Survivor Series and our coverage of it that I am aware of. Um, it's our first live stream since Money in the Bank. What could possibly go wrong? I'm very jelly. I, can, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't, I'm so excited. Like, uh, We'll not do like a formal preview of Survivor Series beyond us talking about it right now in the context of a go-home SmackDown. So regardless of whether or not a thing does or doesn't happen, it's not going to. It is. Uh, and it's good. Balance. It's what everybody likes. Uh-huh. Balance. We've given you some. Uh, I think they've done a really commendable job of not only just yet again fooling me with the big lie that War Games is good, actually, mm-hmm. as they do every single year that they <laughs> book one, right? They've done it over two separate matches, over two separate shows, over two separate divisions. I think this is like, I find this build to be incredibly impressive, mm-hmm. even when I know that they're lying to my face. I just don't have it in me that these matches can deliver on the night. And I wonder if somewhere the sound of my voice is at all getting back to the wonderful, fantastic, gregarious Cody Rhodes, who's like, yeah. Thing is though, Hamlet, you square-headed loser. <laughs> You haven't seen me in the war games yet. And it's all I've wanted for shoot my whole life. Yep. I'm going to bring the danger. I also uh, have added another layer to my conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. As the only professional wrestling journalist brave enough to promise you the return of CM. Put your head above the parapet. Hey, 
everyone else, they've got their sources. I haven't got any, but you know, I've just, <laughs> I looked at the smoke on one of the posters and thought, mm, that looks a little bit like CM Punk's crossed arms, if anything. Also, also, the little thing I've worked out me in my brain, what is going on up here? <laughs> who is, who is Gunther facing on Saturday night? Why, that would be The Miz. And who would you have assumed, if I'd have asked you six weeks ago, Gunther would have been facing at one of the big four pay-per-views? Well, that would probably be Chad Gable. Yeah, so, I mean, there's going to be some fun near falls in it. Yep. Um, so it's, it's going to be an enjoyable match, but I still don't think Gunther's going to drop the title. Whereas I think if I'd have said it was Chad Gable, you'd say, ah, yeah, probably going to be, uh, probably going to be Chad Winning the uh, winning the IC title, so I guess that's going to have to be delayed mm-hmm. until it's another big show they got coming up. They could put a major title switch on to free the person up to go after a I don't know new world champion who's just won the title at WrestleMania. Maybe so. Maybe Gable versus Gunther at WrestleMania. We can drag that one out. Mm-hmm. In Berlin, so that would make sense. Yep. Uh, and then, then I suppose there's a spot in the Rumble. Someone mm-hmm. who it's not going to be Cody, uh-huh. especially for the World Heavyweight Championship. So we could have someone fight for the world title on uh, one of the night's main events. And Cody and uh, Roman obviously do uh, they do one night, but yeah. the other night. Um, I think of a guy that's got any beef, Seth Rollins, or maybe Seth Rollins got beef with him. It's a thought, yeah. Beef, funny beef, right? Because beef is the main ingredient of the uh, sandwich. A summer shop that features in the incredibly popular and excellently detailed future on Disney Plus, The Bear. Mm. Now you don't need you to tell me, well, Bonnie Mike, you might not have seen it. Now they even say it on their uh, t shirts Fabulous Beef. Uh-huh. Chicagoland. Yeah. Chicagoland is a, I think, a colloquial way that they describe Chicago, which is a major city in the state of Illinois. Uh-huh. The state of Illinois is the site of one Survivor series. Chicago is the home of a wrestler I think you might have heard of. He goes by the name of Colt Cabana. <laughs> and I'm prepared, as you have done, to stick on ahead of now. Christ, no. Punk's coming back. He's going to answer Shinsuke Nakamura's open challenge on Saturday night. <laughs> and it'll go on to main event WrestleMania. I'm going to be so happy because I'm <laughs> one of the only people at What Culture who's never seen CM Punk wrestle live. I mean, yeah. granted, and hopefully he'll do a better, than, better job than three and a half stars in uh, Wembley. Yeah, that's it. You like It'll be just your luck that you'll get the good Punk match. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into tonight's show, mm-hmm. uh, on the day this podcast released at least, yep. I was doing a little bit of looking, because obviously they've sold a preposterous number of tickets. It's at the Allstate tonight, right? Yes, but in terms of Survivor Series, they've got, what, like 60 tickets left we saw yesterday? It's amazing, Matt. Like um, shout- it's already outsold. Well, shout out to EB from WrestleCurious, yeah. who made this point, um, that it's going to... By the virtue of the WrestleTix tweet that he was referencing, it's going to uh, outsell WrestleMania 22 in that frigging building. Obviously, the same building, for those that don't know. Um, like Steve Austin's favorite building to work, the site of WrestleMania 13, the site of the 89 Survivor Series, and of course, the site of Money in the Bank 2011 mm. uh, for that legendary reaction. And WWE have uh, taken down their planned ginormous pay-per-view sets to sell seats over the entrance mm-hmm. wing behind the tunnel, which makes you think it is indeed going to be a tunnel rather than a giant ramp. Similar to Backlash or similar to Clash at the Castle was another one where it was mm. just just the tunnel, just the door, because they were fitting people in. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And it's amazing to me that they are getting that number whilst also running Raw and SmackDown there. I went to the Survivor Series in 2019 at this very building four years ago when they were last in Chicago for the Survivor Series. Didn't think much of the Survivor Series. But they also ran uh, War Games. Of course. And Raw there. Did go did go to the Raw, did go to the War Games. More, should we say, treasured memories of War Games and Raw than I do of Survivor Series. Pat McAfee got me hyped. Yeah, oh my God, everything got me hyped at that takeover. But even then, what with the WWE stage that kind of you can picture it that sort of generic titantron stage that they used to have there was no way they were packing what did you say Sixteen thousand. uh what for well it's 16 for survivor series and survivor series right now uh-huh. i get the official number from wrestle ticks because my jaw was on the floor 
not only reading that, but reading what SmackDown is set to do. Survive. <laughs> this is at 23 hours out of time of recording, so it might we might have added up a date on this. Yeah. But as of uh, what are we on Wednesday afternoon, they'd sold <laughs> they'd sold 17,157 tickets for Survivor Series. 60 odd left, amazing. 61 tickets left, it's incredible. For SmackDown, mm-hmm. not as impressive a number. Yeah, not doing seventeen thousand for SmackDown. They're doing again. This is as of uh, that would be oh the twenty first November, a date that may live in infamy. Indeed, indeed. That was Tuesday night. <laughs> They'd sold a mere fifteen thousand six hundred and three tickets. I can't. That is for a TV show for the SmackDown before the Survivor Series. When odds are, if you wanted to, you could probably get yourself a ticket in the area for Survivor Series. Survivor Series 2019, you were there. I was attendance, according to Wikipedia, at least. They had a slightly bigger stage, but SmackDown is getting 15k. Yeah, mm, yeah, 15 and a half. I don't, this is it, right? I think that's I think that's outdoing the the attendance I went, but because it was a pay per view, because of the screen. I'll go with I'll go with a flat fifteen as well for okay. Survivor Series twenty nineteen. Do you want to go uh, Money in the Bank twenty eleven as well? That's right. Oh yeah, again quite a big stage, but at the flat aisle they were looking to sell at shift as many tickets. You had that gorgeous sweep. Punk in the Ulster, it'd be nice to see that. Lovely wooden roof, then noise reverberating off it. Um, I'm feeling settled on this fifteen number. I got to be honest, okay. it's a SmackDown fifteens and fifteens. If you want to pull it up, WrestleMania thirteen. Sweet abuse. Most important, most important match in company history, but Jesus Christ, nobody was watching that show. Um, 18,000. 18,000, so they had, if you remember, just the tiny and the new Rose generation. the Roseman Horizon. New generation doorway. Now the Austin, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Survivor Series 2019, 13,271. Money in the Bank, 14,815. They've been both of them. Money in the Bank. Smackdown. That is... I mean, a SmackDown that is the first of three events in the building. Yeah. Uh, the hat. Fed's hat. Good year to be a Fed head. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got anything on the show to get excited about or not? We do indeed. Yeah. Uh, not just, you know, obviously the inevitable shenanigans ahead of War Games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I should say, the uh, other big SmackDown match that's been added, Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Yep. And we do not need to be sold on that one, although... I do think there's going to be something to, to establish that. I have suggested, spoilers, although the predictions will have already gone out in the weird timeline that we are on. Yeah. I suggested with Andy Murray that I think Santos Escobar wins on Saturday, mm-hmm. courtesy of, of uh, interference from Los Lotharios. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So I think maybe tonight you see the remainder of the LWO siding with Carlito officially, because obviously last week was just the row. Yeah, it's tricky this, because Santos is obviously the pushed person here, are fully expecting to win at Survivor Series, and after what happened last week, uh, yeah, they'll probably draw a line in the sand and say, we're with Carlito, how could you do that? And Santos could say, like, what, like Zelina Vega, even you, even, like, even you, do you not get why I did this? You know, like, after everything you saw that went on between me and Ray. And Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro, the same. Yeah, we had our fight last week, but I just assumed you'd fall back in line. What, what do you think you're doing? They'll be like, who are you? We don't recognize you anymore. And Carlito's theoretically going to have the, the ranks on his side. Now, it's not great for the heel babyface dynamic at the Survivor Series, that having the babyface be with the gang and the heel have to go with it alone. Mm. But if Los Lotharios do get the call and they strike from behind and they batter... Del Toro and Wild, and we have really enjoyed what it looks like when them two get battered. Oh so boy, they take some bumps it, brilliantly. It will look impressive. And if only there was a, uh, if only there was a tag title match they could cost Los Lotharios next week. Well, indeed. Now, don't take it away from me, or let me enjoy a few weeks of Tony the Stacks with the tag titles. Now, try this on for size. Go on. So let's say Santos has done done the doing with uh, Los Lotharios, and the shock and awe of all of that is they've like brawled with Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro to the floor. Uh, but Zelina Vega is still there with Carlito, and Carlito's like, like he's not been attacked by them, because obviously then the match would be thrown out with the DQ. But then Santos Escobar is trying to beat him or whatever, and the difference maker on the night when Zelina Vega thinks, look, you see, you could have had the LWO, but they're all gone, mm. is Dominic Mysterio 
slides in and clocks Carlito with the North American title. Oh, my God. Santa said, did he not? Dom was right. And there's this mutual respect now between him and Dominic Mysterio. Carlito can come to the big show on NXT next week to help uh, Wesley. Fantastic. Carlito, welcome to NXT. Just in time for his see if you can be an A-N-G-U-A-U. Just a nice little bit of folding the two things together while Dominic obviously is preparing for war games and for the main event. Uh, yeah, I've been at that. Doctor characters on NXT that I've forgotten. That he can keep away with his apple. I got a... Uh, this is your thing for Carlito, right? He is in the backstage area. Do you want a backstage area or a normal party at the... Like a normal... And we'll go with normal pool party. Sun's out. Normal pool party. It's boiling hot, and he's older now, isn't he? Mm -hmm. And he's like the fuddy-duddy. And he's like, he's not so much as yelling at a cloud as he is yelling at the sun. Because they're all like, ah, get your normal bikini on and get in the normal pool. (laughs) We're having a normal chat about uh, INZ Vave and the rest of the card. And he's like, no, why are you, it's December. And like, not in Florida, (laughs) every month is normal. Yeah. He's like, come on, Carlito. And he's like, no. I spit in the face of people that don't want to be cool. And his whole deal is that he's been sent to Florida against his will and he's miserable because he's freezing and it's too hot for him. Oh, oh, oh sorry. We will get back to Mike now, I promise you. But NXT is our favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. It's like you say, they go, he goes, what's all this? It's it's Christmas. You can't be this hot at Christmas. And they can say, well, it's so nice. It feels like Christmas in July. And he can go, well, Belen starts celebrating Christmas in July. Huh? Or, go on. as if things couldn't get any worse, right? Andre Chase is going to break his silence on NXT next week, of course. Talk about this investigation. But Thea Hale, she still holds a candle for him. Mm-hmm. So... He's still lecturing despite being under, under investigation, but he's a bit, he's a bit, he's a bit sad. Yeah. She's like, you know what I'll do? I'll do the thing that all good students do, yeah. which is give the teacher an apple. Except they've got a new student, he's Carly, and he's like, I'll be having that. Thank you very much. Spit it in Andre James's face. Ah, my eyes, I'm blind, deck. And then they can't do the investigation and reveal because he's got to go to the eye doctor <laughs> to get eye surgery. And it's like, well, we'll, uh, Will Andre Chase ever see again? More importantly, will we ever see what was in that veil? <laughs> and that delays the story. It's like when uh, they had to throw a bin at Stephanie McMahon because they didn't know Vince Russo's payoff to the wedding thing. Like, it was like, well, we need to buy ourselves some time. We'll blind Andre Chase. <laughs> what about one last one? One last pitch for... See, this is what they were doing, is we're pitching Carlito's NXT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the big story of SmackDown, pitching how Carlito moves to NXT <laughs> after he loses. What if, uh, you know, because like the women's locker room in NXT. Uh, like a lot of normal sex. Yeah, they do. Right. So the the disrobing for normal sex, consenting sex with their various sexual partners. Mm-hmm. And uh, he knocks first. And like, come in, Carlito. And like, oh, you're all semi-nude. I understand that you're all about to have normal sex. <laughs> which... Like, I wasn't really ready for at Christmas, but I, I can't help noticing that you're all disrobing. And he turns to, like, Thea Hill's there, and he goes, wait a minute, Thea Hill, you're disrobing for your normal sex? Are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? <laughs> and then JC Jane is also disrobing normal sex. He said, are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? And then Gigi Dolene's there. Are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? And then there's Lola Vice, and he's like, are you hanging up your stocking on the wall? <laughs> and then everybody all together goes, Are you hanging up your stocking <laughs> on the wall? And that's uh, that is. You're going to have to remember to tweet the link to this, all those people aren't going to. And he's going to be able to do that bit every Christmas and get royalties for it. Yeah. It's the smartest career movie he's ever going to make. <laughs> do you think Vincent Mann thought when he idiotically introduced a Santa Claus, sent it from this opal? It's an X. <laughs> <laughs> Did he honestly think this was just like like Mariah Carey does? Like brings out all of Christmas every year and gets a residual. Yeah, I can do that with my uh, my new top heel. I bet like, Elon Musk. I bet Elon Musk bloody loves Santa Claus. Oh. Next, <laughs> he's just like ah, 
you didn't think about this number one contender, top baby face. Is it Santa Claus again, Vince? It's Santa Claus. It's like it's Santa Claus. It's December, somebody. It's been like 15 Christmases. He's never won the belt. One thing about Santa Claus, you might not have actually seen this one, I'll show you when get back in the office. Santa Claus, mm. as part of the Santa, but it's Rex. It's from the South Pole. Yeah. They never did like an opposite land reindeer. I don't know. He rides wound dogs. Yeah. Something like that. He's got a blue nose. You're close. He had, uh, instead of red and white gear, red and black. Yeah. <laughs> so like, he had like a Santa hat, but it was red and black. It, to be honest, now, in light of like when you get like, when Christmas has been so merchandised, it kind of just looks like a sexy Santa on a night out. Yeah. Ooh, lingerie Santa, is it? That's rated clause. <laughs> All the reindeer going. Come on, Blue Nose Rudolph. <laughs> Run warfare, this. Imagine Santa Claus making it to the Attitude Era. It's Christmas time, time to f- <laughs> Have you left your condoms out for Santa Claus? <laughs> uh, in terms of war games on the SmackDown side of things, at least, here's a question I'll for you. I'll come down your chimney, all right. <laughs> here's a question for you. Because you and I have speculated regarding to this potentially happening on the night of Survivor Series. But does Shotzi make it out of this SmackDown? Yeah. she. Uh, if she's not making it into the match, she's at least making it to the pre-show. <laughs> where uh, she's going to be backstage looking for Ghost Tank. And uh, <laughs> she's going to be like, is Ghost Tank missing or is it just a ghost and invisible? I don't know. Uh, but sure enough, she's not going to be able to find it. But what she is going to find is Damage Katara. They've developed a little bit of a thing for decking people in the backstage area. Mm. And they haven't intended to put Shotzi out. They just want to give themselves an advantage, an advantage that they've lost because the uh, the good people at Ruffles Crisps <laughs> have rigged a vote in favour of the baby faces. Yeah. Um, so they're thinking to themselves, right, how can we negate the advantage and uh, bloody hell, the crisp the crispy eaters have voted for the baby faces. So on the kickoff, they're going to deck Shotzi. And the SmackDown GM, can't remember his name, stay tuned, is uh, going to be like, well, it's four on three. Uh, so I'm going to have to let, like, I can't just have a baby face in the cage. Yeah. I'm going to have to let you start. But then at the end, obviously, you know, it's just, there's nothing we can do. It's like, they're just, once, once you're all in, I guess I'm stuck and it's four versus three. Yeah, sorry, just to interrupt midway through. Shotzi, obviously, she's going to add her head on a swivel because she's been seen this sort of thing happen before at War Games. Yeah. What she's not going to see coming, though, is she gets blind. Ah, blind dick. What's that? You're spraying my eyes. Is that, it's not acid. Oh, it's not, um, I don't know, uh, 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 silly string or something. Uh, oh, my God. What is this? Oh, it's delicious, this. It's, it's, it's vinegar. And they beat the crap out of and they say, how's that for backstage of salt and vinegar? Sponsored by Ruffles. I don't know what flavors Ruffles do, but I do know their mascot. It looks cool as. F- <laughs> Sorry, well, they, they bust the wide open and throw a crisp on it and say, "How's that for salt in the wound?" Yeah. <laughs> Ruffles flavors. I bet it's a, like. How's that a, for an original? <laughs> Take that, you paprik. Ah. Huh? Sorry, sorry. It's American crisp. I love, I love, the, I love your country. I love your food. But let's be honest. There's going to be original. There's going to be paprika. There's going to be sour cream and onion. Hot cheddar and sour cream. Flaming hot cheddar and sour. Flaming hot. They have a line in flaming hot. I'll give them that. Lime. That's what I want. My, <laughs> that's what I want my crisp to taste of. Sour cream and onion. Yeah. Cheddar and sour cream. <laughs> flaming hot. Uh, lime and jalapeno, jalapeno ranch, flaming hot, but this guy's got a basketball player on it. <laughs> cheddar and sour, flaming hot cheddar and sour cream, LeBron James flavor. <laughs> Just added words. Original flaming hot sour cream cheddar, LeBron James, basketball, football, touchdown flavor. Queso cheese flavor. Q... I don't think that's that. U-E-S-O. Well, because you've got, like, quesadillas. Oh, yeah. It's like queso. <laughs> queso. Queso. Laser Quest flavor. We've lost a lot of listeners here. <laughs> Smackdown catchphrase coming later. That's yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll come back in. Back. We'll come back in. So she's getting beat up on the pay Jay Cargill is going to be the surprise fourth member. Yes. And uh, either way, the baby faces win. Oh, yes. Baby yeah, faces. it has to be. Pim Bailey. Eo Sky does the bin spot. Chips are good. <laughs> I'm reading the reviews right now. 
Chips are good. Crisps. But they still taste like cheddar and sour cream, but mixed with broccoli. <laughs> the aftertaste is broccoli. Good thing about this product, quick. <laughs> There's a picture of broccoli <laughs> if you weren't sure what I was talking about. Ever heard of it? Brocco, you know, Brother Dragon. These are the absolute best chips ever. It's a life-changing experience in your mouth, writes Jay Johnson. Highly recommend I consume this product every day. <laughs> I could have been me. I tried these a couple of months ago, writes Alex in Texas, and I can never go back to other chips. <laughs> Please don't ever stop selling these. The five-star review gets to where we always knew it would. Somebody wants to f*** a packet of crisps. I would not sell my last packet of crisps, of chips, for anything. Not least because I use them to masturbate. <laughs> Here's one for you. This is you, but from St. Joseph, Missouri. Okay. Don writes, best chips I've ever had. I just wish they came in a bigger bag. <laughs> That one you read before. Well, go on. What did you just say for your previous one? Uh, uh, masturbation I would not sell my bag of Ruffles chips for anything. Fern from California. Best chips ever. Whenever I go to the store, I have to run to the snacks aisle. Aisle's got an A in it, love. And I grab me one of these babies. They are so good, I would sell my soul for a bag. <laughs> oh, I wish I was the bag. I wish I was the aisle. Well, that one you read before, yeah. I thought you said Jake Johnson, who's uh, Nick Miller in New Girl. <laughs> and I was thinking of the jingle. I was like, like basically, my, my choice if I was ever on Blind Day, or as you Americans might say, Love Connection. Uh, right? I, 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 it would mirror the theme song from New Girl, because there's always three, isn't there? Yes. I'd be like, uh, right, Michael... From the northeast of England, you've come all the way to America to find your love connection. And uh, it'll be the song, I'll be like, who's that girl? Who's that girl? No, it's crisps. And I just, I just take the crisps. Me and Jake Johnson eating ruffles. One final one. Yeah, we'll please. We'll go back to SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, uh, Alicia's had a problem. She bought some uh, original ruffles. Sound good? Uh Thicker, sturdier potato chip with Ruffles trademark ridges. <laughs> trademark ridges? Surely they would rather you call them Ruffles. Nope. It's in the, the clues in the name. But uh, Alicia's had a problem in Canton, Ohio. I bought this bag of chips from Walmart. They are my favorite. I opened them up. They were not sour cream. There's no salt. There is no flavor of any kind. It's perfect crisps. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Alicia. Please send full packet. <laughs> Please seal before sending. <laughs> What's your favorite um, Pringle? Do you know what? Anne Louise hates this because I always see him in there. She's she's very much. A che- I, I kind of go for all of them to be honest. Okay. There, there's some on Pringles. I, I think of Pringles and I think of American Chris because I like they do sour cream and onion Pringles and we don't really have sour cream like it's with cheese no, and onion over yeah, there. Yeah, it's a we have them usually. Anne Louise buys them. Yeah, like. Oh, do you remember? Do you mum and dad ever buy you the? The container that you could carry Pringles. No, I was never allowed them at home. Pretty. They were Pringles shit. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I guess we're moving up in the world then. Aye. Did you take them with you on your uh, your summers to the south of France? Fancy, <laughs> fancy Le Dan. Uh, the, <laughs> uh, the Wilbon Chateau. <laughs> Indeed. With your, with your travel Pringles. <laughs> yeah. No, on uh, first time I ever went to that goddamn greatest country in the frigging world. Yes. Was uh, on my honeymoon. Uh, Miz won the world title, ever heard of it? <laughs> and my wife and I were just wowed by the Pringle flavors. Like, we went to the store on the mm. first night because basically it was one of the places I wanted to go. Like, we were in Florida and it was like uh, Universal Studios in first, Disneyland in third, supermarket in second because mm. I want to eat the food off the telly. Like, globalization hadn't taken hold yet. And I might have said this before. We bought some Pringles. Got the game button? It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! Ha ha ha!
What flavour of Pringles did we buy? And I'll give you a clue. It was literally none of the flavours you've mentioned, and you can have three guesses. It's none of the flavours we've mentioned. Nope. Bacon. Nope. Good guess. Good guess. I love smoky bacon. Yeah. Prime cocktail. They don't have that over there. Stupid guess. You've thrown a guess away. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not prawn cocktail. Nope. Hate prawn cocktail crisp, by the way. Oh, I love prawn cocktail crisps. You, that, you're very prawn cocktail crisp. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm on the Pringles website now. Oh, hang on. Uh, I think I know what the answer is, but I was never going to guess that, so I'm not going to say it. Okay. Sorry, I've just seen some of these flavors. This is insane. We need to fly out a few days yeah, early we, for going we to WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, steak. Really great guess because there is not enough meat crisps in America, IMO, but wrong. You were so close. In a way, pecan pie. Whoa! Pecan pie flavor. See, I saw they do a pizza flavor now. I thought you were going to guess pizza. I've had them. They're pretty good. They're pretty, pretty good. What? I've had like, uh, I think I've had pizza in another flavor of crisp. Sorry, I'm just looking at these. I don't know what was the last time you checked the Pringles flavors. (laughs) They've gone insane. Can I have a look at the tubes? They've got... (laughs) What if Pringles tasted like an everything bagel? How's that work? What's in everything bagel? American listeners, let us know. Uh, Pringles is a crossover. Limited time. Mm-hmm. Pringles. Just, just listen to me as I put these words together. Yeah. Pringles. Minecraft. Right. Suspicious. Right. There's only one word left. Yeah, where's the flavor? Stew. <laughs> <laughs> Pringles. Yeah. Hot. Yep. Flavor profile. What are you going for? Uh, sauce. Would make sense, that wouldn't it? Yeah. Honey. <laughs> Pringles, French fries, and ketchup. Oh, you're so close. I, you know, oh, my God. They nearly had chip flavored chips. Couldn't have the ketchup. We have ketchup crisps over here. I love the ones that are like. What if they were crisp? They were good for you. Well, they're not. There's yeah, no uh, get, out. Doing here? get out. <laughs> you, ever, you ever try um, Cadbury's Thins? No. Like, what if we made Pringles, but they were chocolate? They were kind of goaded, actually. Yeah. You wouldn't think they would work, but they did. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Anyway, uh, SmackDown tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there can't be much else left, can there? Um, Apart talk- from the SmackDown catchphrase, of course. Talk- come on, come on, let's see. Photoshop, if you want, Brian. (laughs) Myself and Wilborn as faces, as the Pringles man on your favourite flavour of Pringles. I've also already got the moustache for it. (laughs) He does, yeah. Wilborn's in perfect Pringle man form at the moment. Pringle can each, a pipe of Pringles, as Alan Partridge calls them. Pick your favourite flavour off the website and please put our faces on it if you find yourself still willing to cater to our dumbass whims. I had a history teacher called Mr. Pringle. Oh, God. He was, uh, no, he was good. He was good. He was, uh, he was the kind of guy who, uh, towards the end of term, might be known to uh, put his feet up on the desk hey, and guys. talk to you about the latest Smashing Pumpkins release. Really? Yeah, he was that kind of guy. 
we had a teacher who looked like one of those people from the 118, 118 uh, adverts. Remember that? Uh, your I, number. I feel like I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> and the day that he told the class in the science books to turn to page 118, it was a riot. Oh, that was a shoot riot. Can you imagine? What, what page is it? Wouldn't you say 119? Because they're next to each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you idiot. 120. Oh, actually, no. Can you go back a couple of pages? I've gone too yeah, far. Yeah, 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 just trying to avoid saying it all together. <laughs> we've, had, we've had school chats before because I just, a story just popped into my head there. And I, I can't remember if I told the podcast or just like after a record. So I'm going to stop there. Each savoury bite. I'll come back to this. <laughs> Each savoury bite delivers an authentic everything bagel flavour experience. Yeah. Cream cheese and all. With flavour notes of sesame and poppy seeds, followed by hints of cream cheese that perfectly blend with toasted onion and garlic, snackers and bagel aficionados alike can enjoy a morning bagel in crisps form anytime, anywhere. <laughs> oh, I'm really looking forward to my bagel. Whoa. You just wait right there. Follow up the Pringles, they eat one crisp. Oh, I've had it. I've come good. <laughs> I've gone to the review section again. Okay. Lovely ones. Very yummy, must buy this. They taste like bagels. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite one, all caps. These are not real. <laughs> all still all caps. I've been searching for three months. I've been able to find these anywhere. You can't even find them online. These don't exist. <laughs> like that uh, meme of that woman on the plane. Honey, come to bed. No, I've got to crack this. Cons- this <laughs> There's no, don't even exist. This. What are they? What are they hiding <laughs> behind <laughs> the, the the fake Pringles? Everything bagel crisps. What are they distracting people from using that Pringles? Everything bagel gate. <laughs> the undisputed tag titles are on the line tonight. Yep. I think they're changing hands. Uh, Judgment Day versus the Street Profits. <sighs> Right, I guess you could, because, so here's the logic for why it might happen, even though I don't think it will. So the logic for why it might happen, Bobby Lashley has gradually come around to the Street Profits, the people he recruits. <laughs> I think he's done a stellar job, but oh, yeah. Oh, you're not a complete waste of my time. Okay, yeah, they've, they've found their way, they've found their way. And the Judgment Day losing the belts now could quite nicely tee up something that I think has a genuinely good chance of happening on Saturday, which is Damian Priest cashing in to become world champion. Yes. And the Judgment Day winning war games. I think we are in with a hell of a shot of one or both of those things, but I especially think this could be Priest time. Seth Rollins hobbling around with that bad back, not looking in great shape. So if you were to do that, fresh off the Judgment Day losing the tag titles, then none of them will have out apart from... Rhea Ripley, obviously, because you remember, she's not losing the belt anytime soon. And Damien Priest, who was the world champion and is kind of the self-appointed leader of the group. you got Finn Balor, who's recruited his little Funko Pop chum. And actually, they've, they've all got something apart from Finn. And then Dominic Mysterio's got the North American yeah. title. I'm going to keep my theory the same, but mix it up a little bit by saying Finn Balor is suddenly the only one that hasn't got anything. And JD McDonough's like, yeah, we could have got some belts ourselves. Mm-hmm. Do, some, do some business. And Finn's like, maybe we should do some business ourselves. So. <laughs> And uh, then they do the doink thing with their hands. And uh, <laughs> and the jealousy builds and builds and builds and builds. And Damien Priest become world champion. And it's like the Judgment Day. And they come out on Raw. And like the Judgment Day had the greatest night there. Like it's Chicago has been amazing to us. We won war games. Rhea Ripley defeated Zoe Stark. Dom Dom still the North American champion. And Damien Priest, the world heavyweight champion. And Damien Priest, like, things have never been better in the Judgment Day. And then Finn and George McDonough are like, yeah, I think they've never been better in the judgment day. <laughs> and there's the, uh, yeah, there's a shift. I just think, yeah. Don't, you, don't hate that. I do like the idea of someone from the babyface team, especially if it was like a Cody or Jay going, not nice when someone costs you a tag team title match, does it? Yeah. That would, yes, that could be quite nice. because All we the sh- shenanigans of war games going on. Bobby Lashley's getting kicked out. Mm-hmm. Referee can, cannot contain all this. Street Profits get the win. And like... Not that, and the tag teams can go across both brands, but this does sort of very much feel like SmackDown general manager. It'll come to me. No, stay tuned. Uh, we'll have further beef. Well, the Raw general manager Adam Pearce will have further beef with the SmackDown general manager. It's like kind of it's all run Raw, and now 
Street Profits are kind of more your guys. You're going to get a bit more access to yeah. the tag belts. That's less than ideal for me, to be honest. And that keeps their little bit of niggle and needle mm. going quite nicely. I think it's going to be a great match regardless. I think we're nailing this preview. Yeah. Um, in terms of one L.A. Knight. Yeah. Did he go after Solo Sokoa? He's done one. Tick, Jimmy Uso. This is quite smart, isn't it? Because... Thanks, love. What was, uh, what was that contribution? She just recorded me say the word, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Said, That's what I reckon. <laughs> this is quite smart because it's pretty hot. LA Knight's set a stall out with the bloodline, so it's like, it's a big deal, but it's been a nice way to ask you to just forget a bit that he's had his title shot and he's lost. Yeah. It's not going to factor into Survivor Series, is it? This can feel big, mm -hmm. sort of on its own terms. Jimmy Uso's no longer going to presume, like we don't think anyway, he's not going to necessarily meddle in War games. This is not really a bloodline thing. This war games match now is it? Mm. So instead, you could easily run a big angle here, and it's all LA Knight does over the whole Survivor Series uh -huh. weekend. I think he's due a beatdown. I think Solo Sokoa could potentially just batter him and make LA Knight just question a little bit if he's got it in him, and who's going to be the one to let him know? Yes, you do. In fact, LA Knight. Yeah, you do. I know I need a bloodline by myself, so I know you can too. It's Cody Rhodes. And they kind of like have this relationship where they sort of empower each other to do business the right way. And Cody almost sets him up as his, uh, while the two brands are colliding, like after Ellen Knight's been beat down, he's having this little crisis of confidence, Cody's there and he's like the ultimate baby face. No, you can. I know, I see the same thing in your eyes that I've got in mind and that's to stop mm. these crew. And then Cody has very quietly set himself up like an agent on SmackDown to keep the bloodline in check mm. until he, post-Royal Rumble, can get right the way back. Good partnership as well, because what happens when it's night time? Stars come out. Works both ways. He's a star and star. stardust. He's a star that left him in the dust. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> LA Knight. Tick. Anything else on that one? LA Knight. Uh, I feel like there's got to be more like we can do with this one. Mm. Like... Uh, LA is in Hollywood where people like go people go to LA to chase their dream. Mm. Dream. Stay with me on this one. Go on. Because I think the nickname of Dusty Rhodes, stick with me. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes is the father. Yeah. Stay there. Of Gold Dust. Yeah. Stay with me. I'm not going anywhere. Who has a daughter. Dakota. Yep. Wait there. Who, if not by blood. Seraphonics. Well, I do know where I'm going now. Yep. My family tree, at least, when they all get together for Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, America. As an uncle. Mm -hmm. Sad uncle. You ready? Mm -hmm. yep. It's Cody Rhodes. Whoa! <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I thought we weren't going to get six so years separation there. I was thinking there. Uh -huh. I was thinking yep. Dakota. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Stereophonics. Yep. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, Cody's a nice bloke. He'd always tell you, have a nice day. Yeah. You know? And, uh, <laughs> you know, hometown <laughs> hero, local boy in the photograph. And, uh, you know, he, he lost, he didn't win the title at WrestleMania 39, but he took it on the chin. He said, hey, hey. Maybe tomorrow. Sorry. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Let me get this one right. Uh, <laughs> take him down to take him down to NXT. Right. Picture this. Yeah. Cody goes down there. Yeah. Besides, he, he had a good time when he was on there to put AW in the dirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and he decides uh, to partner up, mm -hmm. make a trio. Yeah. Right, me, mm -hmm. I'm Cody Rhodes in this. <laughs> yeah, 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 got it. Yep, me. Yeah, Stacks, uh -huh. criminal background, obviously. Yeah, Balan Henley. What's that? Me, bartender and the thief. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rhodes. He's, uh, he's been to NXT, obviously, and he's uh, seen some of the di damage Dijak's done in that park. Yeah, and he's uh, <laughs> seen that tree he was attacking. Yeah, what's Dijak doing with this bloody tree? You could use this tree. You can make a thousand matches. But it only takes one match to win the f***ing Universal title, and it's going to be at WrestleMania 40. Right. Kicks down Triple H's door. Yeah. yeah. Picture this. He goes, 
Hey, you. He says, Mr. Writer. <laughs> <laughs> or, final one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says, LA Knight, I liked your plan. All right? Yeah. What was LA Knight's plan? Uh, I've already forgotten. To win the world title? No, uh, he said, I didn't win the world title, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. Bloodline. Mm -hmm. Pick apart, that's new. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what to do with a car. Because <laughs> he loves car stuff. Are the Brawling Brutes finished? Uh, the, mm, finished or finished? Finished. Finished. I don't know. Are they not finished? No, they're eyes? not. They're not, but they're going to be, and it's going to be delayed a little bit while Seamus comes back to try I don't, and yeah, keep Yeah, It's together. FS1 tonight, so I don't think it's going to be the big. Aye. Um, yeah, Seamus is going to make his return. If not now, very soon, um, he's going to say, look, fellas, keep it together. Uh, <laughs> and then he's going to bump into Finn Balor and Jamie McDonough and be like, we're we trying to keep you stable together. Uh, hey, you look like you're having some problems with your own keeping stable together, fellas. Yeah. We're having just no problems at all keeping stable together. Uh, well, we're better at keeping it together than you're keeping it together. You're going to take on Pete Dunne and uh, uh, Ridge of Ridge Holland. We'll see who's better at keeping it together, fellas. I can do a better Irish accent than that, but I was trying to shame it up. Yeah. I've got a very nice Irish accent, in fact. Yeah. I uh, lived with an Irish guy called Rich Arthur, and I spent so much time with him affectionately taking the piss out of his accent that uh, there was a period where I couldn't switch it off. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I got into a taxi once and um, I really couldn't switch it off. And uh, I, I said to the, uh, I couldn't I couldn't work the seatbelt out. It was one of those minibus ones I, and I couldn't switch it off. <laughs> I wasn't with Rich, actually. Why do I been with my cousin Nick? You've met my cousin yeah. Nick. Uh, we were a bit younger. And I uh, <laughs> couldn't get this friggin' seatbelt to work. And I just, Rich was nowhere near, and I just, here, how'd you get this thing on? Oh, no. And I really offended the guy. <laughs> Probably really offending all our listeners. <laughs> so I'll stop. I found it hard. It there you go. Um, yeah, so eventually Seamus. More issues for them tonight. Uh, I haven't lose to, yeah, they've done something pretty deadly, haven't they? lost a lot to pretty deadly. Have them lose to, oh, have an opener yeah. where it's like, we've had some issues down in NXT, we've had some issues on SmackDown, but we're going to fix it tonight, and we're going to offer an open challenge. And who wants to do the open challenge? Uh, Los Lotharios. Oh. And it's just there to let Ooh. you know that they are in the building. And they're wanting to keep keep their iron in the fire, whatever the phrase is. Opener, opener of SmackDown. Oh, Los Lotharios are there. They want the challenge. They've been really hot on NXT of late, but what we don't know is that they're there for another reason, and that mm. reveals itself later in the I like that. Really like that. Uh, finally, mm -hmm. I'm genuinely looking forward to this, because it's, it's going to be WWE bollocks at its finest. Grayson Waller effect featuring one Kevin Owens. Michael Hamflet, what could possibly go wrong? Kevin Owens, is he unsuspended yet? I, th I think that's deliberately been kept vague. Mm. I would assume not, because so the whole point with Sammy was on Raw going, we can get people from SmackDown, right? And he said, it's no go. So Grayson Waller is going to have had uh, been able to get an edict passed from the SmackDown general manager that if Kevin Owens is violent in any way mm -hmm. on the Grayson Waller show, his suspension is going to be continued. It's going to yes. be extended. So Owens is going to be you know, like biting his bottom lip off. And he's uh, and then Grayson, it, it's going to be going okay. And Kevin Owens thinks, do you think I'm stupid? Like, do you think you could call me out here and just say you tricked me and lure me into a fight? <laughs> You're not me, yes, right? Fantastic. And Grayson Waller's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. And like Austin Theory's out there, and he whispers in his ear, and he's always got his like. They're both on the phones. Grayson Waller's the interviewer, mm -hmm. and Austin Theory's this little rat that kind of knows what's going on backstage and that. And they think they've got him. But Kevin Owens feels like he's won the segment. He's going to be like, we're going to finish this interview and I'm going to walk out of here because as soon as I'm allowed, I'm going to walk back in and I'm going to kick your ass even if I can't do it tonight. And he's like, yeah, you uh, you can't kick my ass tonight, can you? And uh, you can't kick the uh, Judgment Day's asses tomorrow at Survivor Series, can you? Mm. And I have it on good authority that um, your friend tried to give you a call, but uh, yeah, your dumb ass attitude <laughs> got in the way. I've really... I know what it feels like. Heavy is the head that wears the crown because I feel like I've alienated every listener we've worked to build with these accents. So you must feel this every single week. It's on the live show now. We've peaked. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's, a, it's a downward slide from here. And Kevin Owens, 
talking, what are you talking about? And they were like, we know. We know that Sami Zayn wanted you for War Games, but your stupid attitude, mm. your stupid demeanour has cost you that. And Cody had to go and get somebody else. He had to rely. He couldn't rely on you, could he? Mm. Sami Zayn could not rely on you. Me and Austin, <gasps> we're friends. We can rely on each other, but he couldn't rely on you. It's okay, though. He seems pretty content with Jey Uso. <gasps> I guess those are the kind of people he can rely on, Kevin. See you later. And they leave, and it's Kevin Owens left to take that moment to himself in the ring. Mm. I think that's far better than what I came up with, <laughs> uh, which is Kevin Owens saying... I'm not fighting tonight. Tonight, I'm just looking <laughs> to circle back to the stereophonics. Because we should circle back to the stereophonics. Yeah, yeah. Um, and <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, because, of course, the uh, the interviewer that's been involved with all of this is Kathy Kelly-Jones, isn't it? Right. And he says, you know, I bloody hate you two. But it's the night before Survivor Series, so, you know, some people are in town in advance of the show. And whilst... Would be amazing. Oh, I mean, yeah, to hit you again. Both of you stood like next to each other, present this stupid bloody show. Hit you both with a punch across both chins. Oh, I know what one you're gonna do. And slides in with a halluva kick to both of them. Oh, that's nice. I thought you were gonna say, "Don't worry, I've got just enough education to perform." <laughs> no, enough for the stereophonics references. I thought actually, <laughs> I'm trying to get back on track. The double halluva kick is lovely. That's really nice. Then Sammy's st- Sammy's still a good guy. Yeah, Kevin yeah, yeah. has to be. Kevin's Kevin has to be the one to stew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stew. Right. Kevin's got Pringles. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts ahead of SmackDown tonight uh, on X. Uh, well done for making it this far. Uh, you can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcast. The Collision Preview with me and Sid is coming your way a little bit later on today as well as Wrestling Culture. And don't forget to join me and Michael Hamflet on Saturday night for our Survivor Series live stream. So yeah, like so, just to recap, I guess we've like got Pringles. Mm-hmm. We've covered all the storylines. Obviously, we've even done Survivor Series. So I guess you could say, Will Bond, that SmackDown Preview has got all this and so much more. Enjoy Survivor Series. We'll be back next week. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 